This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 27th of May. In your Squiz today, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case wraps up. Scrutiny over the police response to the Uvalde school shooting. Power prices surge. And keeping the secret of the Colonel's 11 herbs and spices. This is your Squiz today. The defamation trial between actors and former couple Johnny Depp and Amber Heard is set to wrap up today. It's a case that's been splashed across the news for the last couple of weeks, but if you're not across it, Depp is suing Heard for US $50 million for implying in a 2018 Washington Post op-ed that she suffered domestic abuse in their marriage. Heard is then countersuing Depp for US $100 million after his lawyer said her allegations were false in statements to the press. To say it's messy is nearly an understatement, Claire. It really is. And to say that it has been everywhere uh, is also true. But to go back a little bit about what it's all about, uh, the couple met on the set of The Rum Diary back in 2009 and they were married in 2015. A year later, Heard filed for divorce, uh, accusing Depp of physical abuse. This isn't their first legal battle. Back in 2018, Depp unsuccessfully successfully sued the Sun newspaper in the UK for libel uh, after it called him a wife beater. And this time around, Depp is suing Heard because, as you say, she described herself in an article as a public figure representing domestic abuse. That article didn't name him, but Depp says that it was enough to point to him. And so he wants some kind of compensation for that. He says that he didn't abuse her uh, and that she is a liar who frequently attacked him. Meanwhile, Heard says that Depp was controlling and violent and that he was prone to jealous rages and drug binges. Uh, needless to say, it has been everywhere. Yeah, it really has. People have been able to watch live streams of the testimonies and content has gone viral on social media. Looking at the case, though, in a broader perspective, some commentators say it's become a bit like a referendum on the Me Too movement. Yeah, and that is one of the reasons why it is getting so much attention. Uh, Me Too, of course, is the movement that gathered pace in 2017 as women in Hollywood called out abuse and harassment. Some people say that the Depp Heard trial is an example uh, of some countering of that, that there is this blasting of the characters of women who do come forward with accusations of abuse, whereas others say that it is a check on the movement uh, that failed to give those who were accused a right of reply. The jury is set to retire after today to deliberate on their verdict. More to come as that unfolds. Over to the US, and while the country is still reeling from the school shooting in Uvalde in Texas, more is coming to light about the events on the day. The police response is coming under scrutiny, with reports that there could be up to an hour of time between when the officers first encountered the gunman and when he was eventually shot. Yeah, this is getting a lot of focus at the moment. Uh, What those at the scene say is that there was quite a substantial period of time that elapsed, and there also has been footage that has been circulating on social media 
media showing distraught parents outside the front of the school urging police to go in and some even saying that they would go in themselves to stop the shooting. Uh, What authorities say is that they had to do what they needed to do to preserve further loss of life and that included evacuating the school. Um, Others say that they took way too long and that lives could have been saved if they had gone in earlier. Uh, There is a review that's going to be undertaken and what authorities say is as a first step they need to establish a concrete timeline of what unfolded. US President Joe Biden will travel to Texas to visit families of the school shooting victims in the coming days. Back home and the dust is still settling on the 2022 federal election with Labor now one seat away from forming a majority government. As for the Liberal Party, Peter Dutton is firming up to be the next opposition leader. Yeah, he is. What he said yesterday is that he will put his hand up and it seems at this point in time anyway before Monday that he is the only candidate for leadership. It isn't Dutton's first time at the leadership rodeo. He ran in 2018 when that move was on to oust Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull and that's when Scott Morrison became Prime Minister. Uh, If he is successful, which it seems he will be, he will be the first person from outside New South Wales to head up the Federal Liberal Party uh, since Alexander Downer back in 1995. The leadership of the National Party is shaping up to be a bit more of a battle. Victorian Darren Chester has announced that he will challenge Barnaby Joyce for the leadership in their party room meeting on Monday. Cost of living is already in focus for many Australians and now some Aussie households and businesses are set to be hit by a rise in electricity costs with some prices surging by up to 18%. It applies to those on a default market offer with their electricity provider. Unpack that for us. <laughs> this is where some reading in on exactly all the changes to the electricity sector over the last few years has paid off because it does become a little bit, oh, these terms. Um, Mm. They take a little bit to get your head around. A default market offer is the base sort of plan that you can get from an electricity retailer. Uh, About 10% of households and small businesses are on those offers. Uh, What has happened in the last few years is with a lot of encouragement from government, many more Australians have gone to their energy retailer and got off that sort of base offer and onto a special deal. Uh, But what happens with that default market offer is that that the Australian Energy Regulator basically caps the price. And that's one way that the government took some steps a few years ago to try and keep a check on prices. Long story short, that base offer has been set for the coming year. There's going to be significant increases, an average of 14% in New South Wales, about 11% in Queensland and 7% in South Australia. Uh, Victoria has a whole different process. It's going to rise by about 5% in the coming year. But what they're saying is get about it and work out the best deal for you. About 10% of households and small businesses are on that default offer. So yep, a good time to take that expert advice and do some shopping around. The price rise is related to the soaring price of coal. That's what powers 60% of our electricity. Claire, we're lucky you're in there doing the hard reading for us. (laughs) 
A new fast food documentary has lifted the lid on just how secret the 11 secret herbs and spices are that make up KFC's famous chicken. Claire, it is actually a properly kept secret. It seems to be. What this documentary says is that the recipe is in a vault in Kentucky. Only two or three people in the world know what the full recipe is. And in a sign of how seriously the company takes guarding that secret, uh, the factories that make the spice blend don't get the full recipe and it's made by two factories. Half is made by each of them and then it's combined by the company. (laughs) So, yep, it really is a magic formula. It's the sort of thing that keeps millions of people going back every day (laughs) for their dirty bird. A bit partial to that every now and then too, so I totally understand. (laughs) But yeah, they take it very seriously. They sure do. There are a couple of copycat recipes around. I'll pop a link to one in your episode notes if you want to give it a try yourself. Friday lights, Claire, the weather is getting cooler. Sounds like a recipe for good chicken soup will hit the spot. Yeah, I usually do this one at least once at the start of winter and then usually about midway through you can make a big batch of it and just put it into the freezer and pull it out when you need. It's a proper chicken noodle soup. It's really, I want to say, sinus clearing, Mm -hmm. if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. It really does give you that sort of uplift. It's got lots of aromatics in it. What you do is you heat it up and chuck in some noodles so the noodles are nice and fresh and firm and it's delicious. Lots of ginger, lemongrass, a good dose of chilli. So, yes, clear you right out in the sinuses. Helps with all those lurgies going around. Link will be in your episode notes, but, of course, it is also in the Squiz Today newsletter. Squiz the day or across the weekend, what are you taking note of, Claire? Today is the anniversary of the momentous 1967 uh, constitutional referendum that did grant the government power uh, to make laws to benefit Indigenous Australians and it also saw them counted in the national census. And what that does is bring in the start of National Reconciliation Week. And I reckon with Anthony Albanese, one of the first things him saying in his victory speech that he will deliver uh, on that Uluru statement from the heart will probably cover that in a shortcut next week I reckon there's a lot going on in that space yeah and a good time to get the context and the background all put together and if you're wondering how to talk to your kids about reconciliation the Squiz Kids podcast looks at it in their shortcuts episode this week that's out today they cover why we need reconciliation what exactly it is and how kids can get involved teachers have access to that episode through Squiz Kids for Schools and parents if you're subscribed to the bonus content in Apple Podcasts. It's waiting for you there. It is a good one to check out. That is all from us today. Have a good Friday, have a good weekend, and we will be back with you on Monday.